The Community Health Focus Hour is brought to you by the Urban Health Initiative of the University of Chicago Medicine. There's a special comfort to feeling at home, feeling that people know you and care about you. The Southside Healthcare Collaborative believes that feeling at home should extend to your health. That's why a network of health centers and hospitals are working in your neighborhood to find you a medical home, a place where you have your own doctor, one who knows you and cares for your health, one who will be there for the long term. To find a medical home near you, call 773-702-5668. Broadcasting from the Xfinity Studios at WVON. You're listening to The Talk of Chicago, 1690 AM. Medicine's Dr. On Call. We are here to talk about specific concerns that affect our community, and we are on call for your health concerns. We want to hear from you. Please call us on the WBON listener call-in number 773-591-1690. Today, we're talking about an issue that affects many within the African-American community, diabetes. Over 25 million Americans have been diagnosed with diabetes, and African-Americans are more likely than whites to be diagnosed with diabetes and suffer from complications. It's estimated that on the south side of Chicago, one in five persons has diabetes, which means that most of us listening today know someone who has diabetes if they don't have it themselves. And if uncontrolled, diabetes can cause kidney failure and dialysis, limb amputations, blindness, heart attacks, and strokes. But the good news is that diabetes can be controlled, and that is the focus of today's show. My guests for today's show are Sheila Harmon, who is a nurse, um, a diabetes educator, and the Near South, Far South Regional Operations Manager for Access Community Health Network. Also joining me is Pastor Tori Barrett. He's the Executive Director of the Clio Community Family Life Center and also the Executive Pastor at the Life Center Church of God in Christ. And finally, we have Sheena Bryant, the Manager for the Live Empowered Program with the American Diabetes Association. So we're going to talk today about some of the great work that's being done on the South Side that brings together health systems, doctors and nurses, patients, community organizations, and local, uh, local businesses who combat diabetes. It's part of an effort called the South Side Diabetes Project, and I'm honored to be one of the research physicians on the team. You can call us at 773-702-2939 or check out our website at www.southsidediabetes.com for more information about the project. One of the things that we do with the Southside Diabetes Project is provide free classes for patients with diabetes to teach them skills about managing their diabetes and how to become an active partner with their medical team and making the right decision about their diabetes care. My first guest today is Sheila Harmon, who helped create the classes and teaches them at Access. Again, Sheila is a nurse, a certified diabetes educator, and a regional manager for Access Community Health. Sheila, could you talk more about these classes and why they're important? Yes, the classes are important because we want to empower patients to know that they can take control of diabetes. And in order to be able to take control of diabetes, they have to understand about healthy eating, being physically active, understanding the disease, knowing how their medicines work so they'll understand why it's important to not skip medications. And we also teach them in the classes how to have a conversation with their physician about letting the physician know what's going on with them, 
being able to have a discussion with their provider to talk about, you know, what are some of my options that are going to be realistic for me, as well as being able to know that they made the best informed decision for their life. That sounds great. Um, I've been part of these classes and people really seem to like them. What makes them different, do you think, from other classes that people may have heard about or what, why would someone want to come and join a class? With our classes, we do a lot of role playing and hands on because we make sure that when the patients leave the class, the information they receive during that class session, they really understand how to apply it to their lives. And that's what makes our classes fun and interactive and why we've been having a great success with patients coming out to participate. Mm -hmm. How would people learn more about how to get involved in these? They can call the clinic um, Access Community Health Grand Boulevard Facility, 773-288-6900. And again, that number is 773-288-6900. They can let the staff know they're calling about the diabetes education class. And the classes are ran by myself, Sheila Harmon. Wonderful. Let's talk a little bit more about risk factors for diabetes. Some people who may be listening either have diabetes, but some people may not know they actually have it. One in four people with diabetes is actually walking around undiagnosed. So how would someone know that they are at risk for the disease and when they should be screened? So some of the risk factors are if you have a mother, father, sister, brother um, who has diabetes, um, we see it is more prevalent in the African-American, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander um, community. Also what we see is um, early signs of diabetes, like prediabetes, and we call that the darkened area of the neck, or some people refer to it as a black neck, which um, we call acanthosis nigricans, and that's an early sign of insulin resistance that may put them at risk for having the disease. If they're overweight, lack of physical activity, um, those are some other risk factors. So we really encourage patients to um, take control of the things they can control, like eating healthy, being physically active, because the other risk factors they have no control over. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're just now joining us, we are talking today about diabetes, please call and join the conversation. Uh, the phone number to call in is 773-591-1690. Um, Sheila, let's talk a little bit about family history. So if someone says, well, my mom had diabetes, my dad had diabetes, does it mean that I have to have it? No, so the important part is knowing your risk factors, but it's also having that conversation when you go to see your physician or your provider, letting them know that I have a risk factor, of I have a, a history of diabetes, letting them know anything else that's going on. So when the patients come in and they're having that visit with their provider or their physician, we're gonna ask additional questions to see what is their risk. Um, the American Diabetes Association has a wonderful brochure where you can take the test to see what your risks are. And so again, if you have three or more risk factors, we encourage you to have that conversation so you can be tested. So if you're overweight, you have a lack of fit, uh, physical activity, you have a family history, that's, if you're African American, that's four risk factors already. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you taught me that I, I tell a lot when I'm out in the community or teaching the classes is that you can have diabetes, but it doesn't have to have you, meaning it can be controlled and even prevented. So um, one of the things that I always talk about with patients is that you can be at risk for the disease, but it doesn't mean that you have to have it. You can 
take control of your life, do certain things, and try and reduce that risk so that you're not one who's being diagnosed, or if you have it, then you can be controlled. Talk a little bit about some of the things that people can do just in their everyday life without medications to keep their diabetes under control or to prevent it. Well, part of eating healthy, and we don't say diet, we say eating healthy That's because right. everyone should learn how to eat healthy. One of the ways is doing the plate method. And so if you have your plate, um, you divide your plate in half. The half of the plate should be with your healthier vegetables, not your starchy vegetables. And someone say, well, what does that mean? Well, your starchy vegetables are your corn, peas, and potatoes. So if you're eating foods, carbohydrates are those foods that cause your blood sugars to rise. So if it's a meat, a fat, or a protein, it's not a carbohydrate. So when you're eating, if it's not a meat, a fat, or protein, you know this is a carbohydrate, and carbohydrates are the foods that your body convert into glucose to give you energy. So with the plate method, half of your plate is vegetables, and then you divide the other half in half, and I say that's the two eyes watching you. One portion would be your meat, a meat serving fits basically in the palm of your hand, not your neighbor's hand, not your family member's hand, because it's tailored for your body. The other portion would have a starch, and that's where you would put your rice, your pasta, your spaghetti, your corn peas or potatoes. And then I tell people to add two ears, kind of like looking at a Mickey Mouse type plate, and that'll be a serving of fruit and a serving of dairy. When we have our plates at home, most of our plates have a border. We took time to shop for that pretty border but the food should not cover the entire plate. You're supposed to see the border to enjoy the food. So every plate has a white center and your food should stay in that white center, not covering the entire plate. You mentioned a lot of good things. One of them is basically portion size and we tend to overeat in this country and think that everything should be supersized and that that's how we should normally be eating. But you're right, we should have smaller portions and learn that a smaller size is actually a normal healthy size that we should be trying to go for. One of the things that I learned um, actually after I became a physician is really what a carb is and some of that you taught me. So we normally think about carbs as like pasta and rice, but carbs are basically everything like you said other than meat and fat. Yeah. And so fruit is a carb um, and lots of things are carbs that we don't ordinarily think about. And so when we're trying to figure out what's healthy, we need to consider a lot of different kinds of factors for when we have diabetes. Sheila, you are a certified diabetes educator, which means you know how to talk all the language about food and carbs and all the other things about checking your sugars, but you're also a nurse, so you're a clinician as well. Talk a little bit about the importance of having a regular medical team and what that team should look like for people who have diabetes. So um, when you have diabetes, it's important to, if you have the disease, you want to decrease your risk of having complications. If you already have some complications, you want to slow the progression of those complications. So it's important that when you have diabetes, you have that yearly dilated eye exam. And we say dilated because it's more than just looking at a chart. You want the doctor to look into your eyes at those nerves to make sure they're healthy. We want to catch any damage that's occurring in the eye before it's too late. So um, having an ophthalmologist that you see, and that's somebody who's able to do the dilated eye exam. If you have any heart problems, because think about the blood in the body generally flows like water. But when your blood sugars are over 200, your watery type of blood just became like maple syrup. When it's over 300, it's kind of like the alga syrup. It's thicker. 
when it's over 400, kind of like molasses. So the higher your blood sugars are, the thicker the blood is in the body. And that's a lot of work on the heart as it tries to push the blood through the body. And so you may have a cardiologist on your team, but you want to have your primary care doctor. You want to have a medical home so that one physician can coordinate and know everything that's going on with your health to kind of have like all your health information in one place. It's good to have a diabetes educator that's a nurse as well as a dietitian because the dietitian can help you find the best nutritional plan for you. The nurse, we can help also provide other education. So having a provider or, um, and a dietitian, um, a diabetes educator, having someone that's doing your yearly eye exam as well as that foot exam. You want to look at your feet every day. You want to notice if it's changing colors. You want to have a podiatrist on your team so that if you're having any numbness and tingling in your hands and your feet, we can catch it when it's treatable before it's too late. And so sometimes you may want to have a hypertension specialist as part of your team or a kidney doctor. So if you have any complications of diabetes, those are the type of specialty physicians that should be a part of your team. Excellent. Thank you. So the take-home message here is that if you have diabetes, you need a whole team of professionals working with you. It's not just enough to have one doctor or one nurse that's taking care of you. You need people who have lots of expertise in lots of different areas. And then depending on what your special needs are, you may need additional specialists. You may need a heart specialist or a kidney specialist or those kinds of things. And so that's really important um, for everyone to know. And you may not be at, I work at the University of Chicago, um, where we have all the specialists on board. And you may be at a solo pr practitioner where there's just one doctor there. And that is totally fine. I also used to practice that way. But you should know that your regular doctor has access to subspecialists. And so they should be able to refer you to a different hospital or to a different practice where you can have your annual ophthalmology exam where they give you those drops and dilate your eyes and you come out feeling blurry. So they've gotten a really good look in the back of your eyes to make sure that everything is going okay. Um, any other things that you want to make sure that you tell us before we go to a break? Well, just to encourage, if you're out there and you have a family history and you're not sure if you have diabetes or not, you should go and see your physician, have that conversation, and get screened. There's a test that we can do called the A1C, and that's a test that measures the amount of glucose that's been housed in your cells over a three-month period. So it's not like, oh, well, maybe it's what I ate yesterday. Oh, it's what I ate the day before. I didn't do well today. No, this test is able to look at what's been going on in the last three months. And so we can do those tests in the offices or, you know, if you're at the hospital, have the lab do it. And so I just want to encourage those who have a family history, not sure if you're at risk, you know you're overweight, you know you have a, a lack of physical activity, to just go and be tested. A lot of times people say, well, I just don't want to know, but why wouldn't you want to know? Early prevention and treatment is the key, and the sooner you know, the sooner that we can help you make lifestyle changes, and it doesn't always necessarily mean that you have to be put on a medication. We can catch it early enough to help you learn how to eat healthy, to be physically active, and to learn how to love yourself. One of the things I always say is no one wants to be in an abusive relationship, whether it's with a male or female. Our organs don't want to be in an abusive relationship with us. And so just like we would want to get out of an abusive relationship, I would hate for our organs to have to say that to us. I quit you too because you're abusive to me. So go get tested, know your risk, and that's the key. 
wonderful. Thank you so much. One of the things that you had mentioned that before we head to a break is the importance of getting screened. Some of our listeners may not know where to go to get tested. They may not have a regular doctor. They may be having symptoms and don't want to go to the emergency room. You work at Access Community Health Network, and so they're all over the city, clinics all over town, and they take people who have no insurance, people who have Medicaid. So tell us a little bit more about what Access can do for people. So I work for Access Community Health, and we are a federally qualified health center. Um, we have over 30 health centers in Cook and DuPage County. And so if you call, you can go to our website, accesscommunityhealth.net. You can put in your zip code. It can help you find a health center that's closest to you. And so, again, you can go to the website, or you can call the clinic, 773 288-6900. And when you're calling the clinic to inquire about diabetes education, that's our call center. They can also be able to help you find a health center that's closest to where you live so that you can go there to receive medical care. We do have benefit specialists to help people sign up for insurance plans if they are uninsured. So we have resources within our organization to be able to help anybody. Our key is to be able to help people be able to get health care, to be able to understand if there's any type of medical disorders or anything that's going on with them. Excellent. The website for access is www.accesscommunityhealth.net. Another resource that we have is the Southside Health Collaborative, which the Access Network is part of. And that is a network that's here on the south side of which the University of Chicago is part, which again helps people who may not have health insurance find a regular place to go, good quality care, physicians, nurses, subspecialists that are part of that network. So you'll be hearing about the Southside Health Collaborative with our commercials, and we will, uh, with that, go to a commercial break, and we'll come back, talk a little bit more with Sheila, and then also talk to Sheena Bryant from the American Diabetes Association. The Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. There's a special comfort to feeling at home, feeling that people know you and care about you. The Southside Healthcare Collaborative believes that feeling at home should extend to your health. That's why a network of health centers and hospitals are working in your neighborhood to find you a medical home, a place where you have your own doctor, one who knows you and cares for your health, one who will be there for the long term. To find a medical home near you, call 773-702-5668. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Want to connect with WVON on all of our social media? We've made it simple. Just text SOCIAL to 88474, and the links will be on your phone in seconds. Standard text message rates apply. This is Dr. Monica Peake. Welcome back. If you're just now joining the show, this is the University of Chicago Medicine's Doctor on Call, and today we're talking about diabetes and how it affects the African American community. Please give us a call to join the conversation at 773-591-1690. That's 773-591-1690. 
My next guest is Sheena Bryant. She's the manager for the Live Empowered program with American Diabetes Association. Sheena, welcome to the show. And can you tell us a little bit about Live Empowered and how the ADA has worked with our Southside Diabetes Project? Sure. So I'm at the American Diabetes Association. It really is our aim to be one of the leaders against the fight of the deadly consequences of diabetes um, and for all people who are affected by the disease. And so, um, as many of you know, diabetes is one of the most serious health problems that the African-American community faces today. Um, and as a result of that, the association um, is dedicated to the African-American population, and we launched a platform called Live Empower to address the specific concerns of African-Americans. And so um, Live Empowered offers a number of programs that really aim to be a targeted outreach for this population. Um, Project Power specifically is designed with the faith-based community in mind. Um, and you and I have had a chance to kind of work on that platform together. Um, we really try to partner with churches because we understand the power and influence that pastors have in our community. And so we challenge pastors to not only speak to their congregations about spiritual health, but to find ways to marry spiritual health with physical health, because we think that that's really important. And so this year, um, every year in November, we have a National Day of Awareness called um, ID Day, where we ask pastors to take a few minutes of their Sunday service to address their congregations about the seriousness of diabetes and how it's affecting our community. And so we were able to work together to mobilize some of the churches in the Chicagoland community um, on this day that really is a national day, churches across the nation participated. Um, and it was amazing to have people um, talk to people about diabetes and to challenge them to find ways in their personal lives to combat the disease and to, within their sphere of influence, share information with other people to make healthier choices in the way that they eat, in the ways that they're becoming active, so that collectively we really can start to make some strides against the disease. Right. I, um, our team participated and worked with you all with two churches in particular. I did a PSA with Pastor Corey Brooks at New Beginnings Church, which was um, televised throughout the church services, and he got a lot of feedback. A lot of people were screened. He himself went, got back and tested. Um, and we also partnered with the Life Center Church of God in Christ, and our, one of our next guests, Pastor Tori Brooks, I mean, Pastor Tori Barrett, um, is going to be talking to us about what we do with his uh, church and his organization. Um, so what would people expect um, from the Live Empowered program? If someone was listening to today and said, oh, that sounds interesting, well, what, can you give us some more details about what you guys do? Absolutely. So it's kind of twofold. Um, the first I'll talk about, if you're looking for ways to get involved in the community, um, you have some time to spare, and, and volunteering is important to you. The Live Empowered is essentially a train-the-trainer program, and so we're always looking for people who we call ambassadors who can be our arms and feet in the community. Um, we will train you in our curriculum and give you the resources that you need to go out in the community and facilitate workshops that cover a range of topics, um, from diabetes one-on-one -on -one that talks about prevention and 
management to um, a workshop that we have called O Taste and See that focuses on healthy eating and nutrition. Um, all of the topics that you can think of that are relevant for people who are either living with diabetes or who are trying their very best not to get to the point where they have a diagnosis, we have workshops that cover that. And so, um, one, you can become involved in that fight and begin to partner with us and offer those workshops. But let's say you are a community organization or a church and you really need someone to come out and provide that information for you. You don't want to be the person to facilitate it. You want a ready-made package. Um, we have a host of ambassadors who are available who can go out and provide those workshops. And so um, Live Empowered really is a wonderful pro program in my opinion. We offer culturally relevant resources that I think is really important. So, you know, there's lots of information out about diabetes because it really is an epidemic that's sweeping our nation. Um, but I think that it makes a difference when you're able to connect to people on the level that they exist and to offer resources that has language that's familiar to them, that has pictures of folks who look like them. And all of those things are built into Live Empowered. Um, you can volunteer in the program and not be expected to be a health practitioner or a physician. Um, our resources are really created with lay people in mind. And so if you don't have a medical background and this is something that you're passionate about because there's a family member that you have or a loved one who's affected by the disease, um, you don't, there aren't barriers of, of entrance, entrance. You can become involved at the level where you are. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. One of the things you had talked about is that it, your program is culturally relevant, and um, that's some of the things that Sheila and I had tried to do when we were developing the diabetes patient education classes that are within the clinics, is really make them feel at home and, and ready-made for patients, black people living here on the South Side, most of whom either came directly from the South or their parents or grandparents are from the South. I'm from Tennessee. And so we eat and live and play a certain way, and we want to be able to not let go of those traditions, but just know how we can do them in a way that's healthy and consistent with living a better, longer, stronger life when you have diabetes. Um, Sheila, can you talk a little bit more, Sheila and Sheena, about the importance of cultural tailoring and what that means? I think that it's really important um, to make resources available that are culturally relevant. I think that it's unrealistic to expect people to change their lifestyles overnight. And so if you present information to someone that's completely unfamiliar, um, you're probably going to have very little buy-in. But if you can take the things that people are currently doing in their lives and show them how they can begin to make modifications in a way that is realistic for them, I find that you're that we're able to see real results. And so having um, a platform that makes people comfortable, um, that is not off-putting and doesn't ostracize them, um, allows you to build a rapport with folks and to really start to have real dialogue and conversation that eventually changes lives. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that we teach, um, as you know, with our curriculum is we help the patients make realistic and attainable um, modifications and lifestyle changes. For example, teaching them that if we're going, it's okay to have the greens, um, but we wanna put, um, you know, some fresh turkey or something in it. Just showing them a different way of cooking. You know, a lot of the recipes that have been passed down over time, 
if you start looking at it, that's because a lot of our ancestors lived in slavery time. They did hard physical labor, and we don't do that now. So we just need to just modify some of the recipes to make them more healthy for us. A lot of the communities, it's not safe for, the, um, for anybody to go out and walk. So showing them how to do things within their home so that they can still get that physical activity in. The first 15 minutes of physical activities helps to burn glucose. Everything after that burns fat. So helping people understand that if you can just do 15 minutes of exercise a day, it'll help to keep the blood sugars down. It helps to knock them down. If you do an additional minute, 16 minutes, 17, 18, and can get up to at least 30 minutes a day, now you're also burning fat, so it's helping you to lose weight. So again, as we talk about working with those um, culturally tailored menus, it's what do you enjoy eating? What do you want to eat? Because if we start telling you, you can't eat this, you can't have that, you can't do this, people are going to sneak, and that's not what we want them to do. We want them to be able to take their food choices, incorporate them into a meal plan, have smaller portions, knowing that when you eat your food, it takes two hours for your body to metabolize the food. So don't eat and nibble all day long. Eat your food, look at what time you finish, and don't put anything else in your mouth for another two to three hours unless it's water. You don't want to be nibbling all day because then you make your pancreas work harder to release insulin to try to knock those blood sugars down. And that's so important in helping people understand, you know, how the body works, but what things do you do at home or have at home that we can help you include into a healthy meal plan. Mm -hmm. Sheila, one of the things you had just mentioned was about physical activity. And Sheena, you're with the American Diabetes Association, and they have guidelines about how many minutes per week someone with diabetes is supposed to exercise. Can you guys talk a little bit about some of the guidelines and what people should be doing when they have diabetes around exercise? The recommendation is 30 minutes a day for at least five days a week, which okay. is 150 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the recommendations are for helping your heart because the heart needs that exercise. Repetitious exercise like walking, uh, running, swimming, dancing, gardening, running a vacuum, sweeping, all that repetitious exercise is aerobic exercise and that's what helps the uh, heart. It helps the lungs, it helps the muscles. So when you think about the body, your body needs those things and you just have to figure out how to incorporate those activities so that you're doing them at least 30 minutes a day for five days a week. That's right. And so it doesn't mean that you have to join a gym or get a personal trainer, and I actually have one who's great. He works with our team, Sadiq. Special shout out to him. Um, but stuff that we ordinarily do at home, if you're someone who likes a clean house and loves to clean, go to it. I always tell my patients that if you can break a sweat, that counts. And so that's aerobic activity. If you're sweating, your heart is working. And so if you want to go to the club and shake it out or, you know, take your salsa lessons or do whatever that is. I don't really mind what that is. I just need for you to exercise and break a sweat. And so it's, if you like what you're doing, then then, then your body's going to like what you're doing. Um, Sheila, I mean, I'm sorry, Sheena, talk a little bit more about the benefit of large organizations like the American Diabetes Association. You all have a lot of resources that maybe smaller groups don't have. You have a national reach. Um, what benefits um, do you, can you articulate that brings to bear for the black community? I think that, that there are tons of benefits. I um, first would address that the American Diabetes Association is a national organization. It's a trusted source of information and we have decades of relationships that we've built. And so where a smaller organization might not have 
you know, the line in their budget to produce resources that um, really address the needs of their community. We have resources that ha are already designed um, and ready for production. And so if you have a group of people who you need to reach, um, you can always contact our offices and we can provide the educational resources that you need. It really is um, our mission to prevent and cure diabetes and to improve the lives of all people who are affected by diabetes. And we can't do that if we aren't effectively partnering with community organizations. And so we really welcome those kinds of requests. And so we're always um, able to provide resources. And then we also are um, a convener and of sorts. And so again, we have relationships with a number of organizations right here in our city and a number of organizations nationally. And so um, there are already people kind of at our table having discussions. And if you're trying to um, get connected to the folks who are doing this kind of work in the city, we're a great resource for that. And so again, we really stress that we are always looking to effectively partner with organizations. And so we don't, we don't want size or budget to be um, a limiting factor for folks who are really trying to impact um, the health of the city in positive ways. Absolutely. And I'll just echo and um, what you just said about being a good resource and a good partner. We certainly have worked with you over the past few years and have really enjoyed our relationship. We, You guys have amazing brochures and information for people in Spanish and other languages, things that just feel right for African Americans on the South Side, and we just call and you guys give us stuff. So it's great. So if you're someone who's listening and needs some stuff uh, to help you understand about diabetes for either for yourself or for your organization, please visit the website. It's www.diabetes.org. That's the easiest thing, diabetes.org. You can also call 1-800-DIABETES. Um, and if you're an organization that's interested in just learning more about the Live Empowered program, bringing that to your church or community, again, Sheena Bryant is fabulous. Um, she would be happy to take your call and figure out how she can help you. Um, we will continue talking to Sheena and to Sheila get their names separate, um, both of whom are fabulous women who I work with. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're also going to bring in our last partner, our last guest for the day, Pastor Tori Barrett, who is the executive director of both the Clio Center, and he's the executive pastor at the Life Center Church of God in Christ. The Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. There's a special comfort to feeling at home, feeling that people know you and care about you. The Southside Healthcare Collaborative believes that feeling at home should extend to your health. That's why a network of health centers and hospitals are working in your neighborhood to find you a medical home, a place where you have your own doctor, one who knows you and cares for your health, one who will be there for the long term. To find a medical home near you, call 773-702-5668. Loud, clear, crisp, and cool. That's how the talk of Chicago sounds on iHeartRadio. Download the iHeartRadio app to your tablet or smartphone today. Listen live wherever you go.
Welcome back. This is Dr. Monica Peake. If you're just now joining the show, this is the University of Chicago Medicine's Doctor on Call. And today we're talking about diabetes and how it affects the African-American community. Please give us a call to join the conversation at 773-591-1690. That's 773-591-1690. One of the things that the Southside Diabetes Project does um, is partner with community organizations to help people who are in the community have better access to healthy food, safe places to exercise, and other resources to help them manage their diabetes. My next guest is Pastor Tori Barrett. He is the Executive Director of the Clio Community Family Life Center and also the Executive Pastor at the Life Center Church of God in Christ. And we have been partnering with Pastor Barrett since 2011 on their monthly food pantry. So Pastor Barrett, can you talk a little bit about the food pantry, what happens there, what people can expect, and why it's an important resource within the Washington Park community? Sure. First of all, thank you, Dr. Peake, for having us today and the Southside Diabetes Project. I think it's an important issue and topic that needs to be discussed, so I applaud you all for bringing it to the people. Um, the Clio Center uh, stands for Keep Loving Each Other. It's an organization that I started about seven years ago after the tragic death of my youngest sister who lost her life to domestic violence. And so when that happened, uh, we decided that we would uh, reach out to the community and find out uh, what the needs are of the community. And so the goal of the organization is to um, create a solution. And so one of the big problems that we found was that um, hunger. Clio is located in what's considered a food desert for the city of Chicago. And a lot of people in our community don't have access to uh, healthy foods. And so what we decided to do was partner with the Greater Chicago Food Depository to bring um, a way for the residents of the community to have food. And so every month, uh, the first Wednesday of each month, between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m., we offer um, free food for the community, um, uh, fresh fruits, fruits and vegetables, and sometimes we have some meat and uh, non-perishable goods. Uh, but one of the issues that we found was that we had a room full of 200, 300 uh, people sometimes um, where as we are waiting for the food to be packaged because the truck brings the food, we have several pallets of food, it takes time to package the food, uh, the individuals are just sitting there. And so we tried to uh, entertain them the best that they, we could. And, and you know, if you have a room full of people and a pastor with a microphone, uh, sometimes he has the tendency to preach. And so I didn't want to continue to preach to the people, but they started to talk about some of their issues. And, and what we found uh, was that uh, your organization uh, with the help of uh, Tiny Robeson, um, came to us and said, hey, uh, is there an opportunity for us to partner with you and, and put on, so to speak, a, a health fair? And so that's what we've been doing now for the last two years. And so as we are uh, preparing the food for the people, uh, the University of Chicago, along with some other community partners, come out and they provide um, diabetes screening. Um, we have a chef that uh, prepares um, samples of what the people are receiving that day. You mentioned Sadiq, the personal trainer. He comes out, he shows the people some exercises that they can do uh, throughout the month. And so it's come to take on a culture of its own. And the thing that I like about it is that we have, we used to have, because we tracked it, we used to have a lot of, uh, maybe 90% of the participants were first time uh, visitors. Those that come, find out about the pantry, get their food, leave, and, and we don't see them again. So then we had new people coming in every month. But now about 50% of the audience are return people. And I think they're returning because of the value that they're getting from the partnership that we have with um, the Southside Diabetes Project. Thank you so much. I um, mean, you're right, we do health education. So if you come for the food pantry, you can expect to get high quality, nutritious food for free as much as you want. You can go back several times. Absolutely. And before then, you'll also just get fed emotionally and mentally. So we have 
great speakers, people that are fun, talking about a range of health topics. We focus particularly on diabetes and heart disease, but every month we pick a different topic. So we always do breast cancer in October. Um, we do things around men's health. Um, we screen for diabetes. So there's just a number of resources that are there that's fun. You get to meet new people. You get to see some people coming back. And so it's really just a, a good time. It's the first Wednesday of every month from 2 to 4. Um, tell us where it's located at. Sure. So at the Clio Center, which is uh, 119 East Garfield Boulevard, right at the corner of 55th and Michigan. Great. We actually have a caller, Marie from Chicago. Marie, are you on the line? Hello. Um, this is my first time catching your show. I really appreciate this. Um, I was at um, Al Sharpton's town hall meeting, and that's one of the issues I brought up, my concern about the way we eat and take care of ourselves and our children and the community, because that affects, we talk a lot about education, it affects the way we learn, the brain health. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to partner with um, the, the prior um, guest, uh, excuse me for not knowing everybody's name, but, um, you know, I really appreciate all of you here contributing to this program. I would love to partner. We have a grassroots, my neighbors, um, we started a grassroots health and wellness. We haven't even named it yet. But it's on the South and South Shore. Basically, it's international because I'm an international person, but it's starting right here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. We don't care what side of town you come from, but it started right here in South Shore. We started it, a grassroots health and wellness organization, and we would love to partner with you. Our grand opening was September 21st, and we supplied free food um, to everybody in our um, condo association or anybody that wanted to come in the neighborhood. We, it, we publicized it. And um, I would love the partnership with you. Absolutely. Um, for you and for How me, do I do this? Yes, I was just getting ready to give everyone's contact information. Uh -huh. um, all of the people that are here today, Pastor Tori Barrett, uh, Ms. Sheena Bryant from the American Diabetes Association. Do you have a telephone number? Yes, um, I, I do. Get, my, my, um, get your pen ready. And um, uh, files. They will do the, all the technology work. Um, okay. I'm just learning all of this. But I, if you can give me a good old-fashioned telephone yes, number. Yes, absolutely. What I was going to say is that, and Ms. Sheila Herman from Access Community Health Network, all of those people you can find on our I website. I you. I'm having a bad connection. Could okay. you say that louder? So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put you on hold um, okay. and then just give this information out so you can uh, write it down. But anyone else who's listening, can, call, uh, can write it down as Thank well. Thank you. I'll pass mm -hmm. it on to the community. Wonderful. All right. So the name of our project is Improving Diabetes Care and Outcomes on the South Side of Chicago. We're also known as the, uh, the South Side Diabetes Project. Our phone number is 773-702-2939, and our website is southsidediabetes.com. Uh, Ms. Sheila Harmon is with the Access Community Health Network. She's a certified diabetes educator, a nurse, um, and a regional manager there. Their number is 866-882-227, I'm sorry, 2237, 866-822-2237 is her toll-free number, and their website is www.accesscommunityhealth.net. Pastor Tori Barrett is the executive director of the Clio Community Family Life Center, and their website is www.cleocenter.org. Phone number is 773-363-6941. And Ms. Sheena Bryant from the American Diabetes Association. You can contact her at the ADA. Their main line is the toll-free number of 1-800-DIABETES, and their website is diabetes.org. They can get more simple than that. 
And if anyone um, wants to, again, all three of these partners that work with us on the Southside Diabetes Project, you can find information and links to their sites, their phone numbers at our website, which is, again, southsidediabetes.com, and our phone number is 773-702-2939. We are open to taking more calls. The call-in number here at WVON is 773-591-1690. Pastor Barrett. Another question for you. Sure. And so this sort of ties back to what Sheena was mentioning earlier about the role of faith leaders and churches as sort of pillars in the African-American community and how the, the potential for, for those people and organizations to move congregations around health um, and health behaviors. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Uh, spe specifically at our church, and we believe that what happens to you in life is not as important as how you respond to it. So regardless of what it is, it can be the death of the loved one, it can be you know, loss of a job, loss of a house. The, the situation that happens is important, but it's not as important as how you respond to it, and so it is with diabetes. If, if you have diabetes and found out that you have it, it's important, but it's not as re important as how you respond to it. And so, um, you know, Sheena talked about, uh, Sheila, excuse me, and Sheena talked about um, things that you can do after you find out that you have diabetes to control it. And I think uh, for us, it starts with a, a healthy uh, eating habit. Uh, you, we all want to go to heaven. We all uh, want to live a life in order to get there, but we all want to live life here on earth as long as possible. And so I think um, it starts with a healthy lifestyle. You, you can't uh, continue to do God's ministry if you're not a healthy individual. Absolutely. So people who are pastors and faith leaders can be role model themselves about the kind of lives they live, the kind of food and physical activity. You look pretty young and physically fit, um, but also incorporate, um, as Sheena was saying, and, and well, as well as a spiritual message, a health message into the sermons and really let people know that your body is God's temple and what you do with it is, is can be as much a part of your spiritual practices, how you're praying and doing other things. We have a call from Randy. Um, who is calling, he apparently works long hours and needs to be linked to Diabetes Community Resources. Randy? Yes, right. hello. Hi there. Hi. Uh, yes, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a diabetic mm -hmm. and I work, um, y you know, long days. Yes. And I really, I really don't have, uh, you, know, you know, places that I can, uh, you know, attend. Um, you know, after five or, or mm -hmm. six o'clock in the evening, and I was one. I I, I joined the. Uh, well, I, I tuned into the broadcast late, and I heard you talking about uh, University of Chicago. Yes. And uh, I was wondering if uh, you know there's uh, you know any any doctors and and uh, you, you know things available uh, that I can attend on. Uh, like Saturday? Mm -hmm. So that's an excellent question. A lot of people have busy lives, um, have lots of things to do. I'm going to encourage you to, to call us at 773, let me think, let me find my phone number here, 702-2939, I believe that's right, um, or visit our website at southsidediabetes.org. And because we have a lot of things that go on on the weekends and on Saturdays. So we have well, a food pantry. We have um, grocery store tours. There are additional classes that are in the evening on the weekends. So, Randy, I'm going to put you on hold and come back to you after the show because we need to kind of wrap up. But uh, what I do want to make sure that everyone knows is that there are lots of resources, not just during business hours for people in the community, that that's a huge part of what we're doing with the Southside Diabetes Project. Um, we're going to take... 10, 15 seconds for everyone. Any final thoughts? Uh, Sheila, I'll start with you. 
Just want to um, encourage people, if you don't know your risk, um, to find out your risk, get tested. If you have diabetes, don't allow it to take control of you, but take control of it. It can be managed. And again, that's through healthy eating and being physically active. Sheena. I'd like to encourage people to visit our website, which is again www.diabetes.org, to find um, more information about the resources that are available. And I also will encourage people to attend our Diabetes Expo, which is April 5th at McCormick Place from 10 until 4. It's completely free. Um, you can come out and have all of the screenings done that you need. Wonderful. Pastor Barrett. For the other pastors and faith leaders and community leaders, get involved. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Wonderful. Thank you so much to all of my guests. We had a wonderful show. Um, next week, the doctor on call will be Dr. Karen Kim. The topic is prevention and treatment of cancer. And so we look forward to having you join us then um, and every week for the next several months. Thanks so much. The Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. There's a special comfort to feeling at home, feeling that people know you and care about you. The Southside Healthcare Collaborative believes that feeling at home should extend to your health. That's why a network of health centers and hospitals are working in your neighborhood to find you a medical home, a place where you have your own doctor, one who knows you and cares for your health, one who will be there for the long term. To find a medical home near you, call 773-702-5668.